All right, it's Thursday. Welcome to the Rival and Queen podcast. My name's Ashley. And I'm Sarah. We're so happy you're here with us today. Happy Thursday, all, or, you know, whatever day it is that you are listening to the podcast. We're Hopefully just Thursday. You. You're getting it hot off the press. We love Hearing it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, July is flying by. It's Sarah's birthday week. I am 34 and one day. Crazy. Officially. A baby. I am. Actually, someone asked me yesterday, who was it? Uh, Dawn, a friend of mine was like, are you turning 31 this year? 30? And I was okay, like, how old is she? I thought she was joking. I thought she was like trolling me. Is she serious? And was, no, she was serious. <laughs> and I was like, uh, she's, I think, 26 or 27. So I was okay, like, oh, so that's she, so nice of you. You're somewhere in the 30s in her yeah, mind. Yeah, in her mind. She has no idea how old I am. That's but so what funny. I also think is funnier is like, out of all of my friends in Newfoundland, I'm the youngest besides her. And so I'm just like, how old do you think the rest of our friends older. are? Yeah, <laughs> Much like, older. <laughs> They're in their, yeah, I'm still in my early 30s. Next year we go to mid, but that's, I'm happy. Someone asked me, yeah, the other day how old I was and I had to think about it. I always want to say 30, like 3, 34, and they're like, no. Anyway, just a number in my, my books. La, yes, I'm with you. I love birthdays. So it's a week. Of celebration. A week of parties. I don't even know parties, just whatever the hell I want to Celebrating. Do. <laughs> okay. Party celebrating. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. We're here for it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw something. Oh, you have a funny story. I do have something. Um, it, It's kind of like I put this out to the R&Q community yesterday because I wanted to know. I heard a very funny story. About, I was wondering what the premise of this was. Uh, so about what are the most creative ways you've heard of assigning rooms on vacations? So someone told me they were recently on a like boy and girl trip, like couples and friends. And the question came up of how they were going to assign rooms. And I like I don't even know if I should I tell you this first or the answers we got from our from people on Instagram. I think your story. So one of the suggestions that came up from someone who was new in this group, newly in a couple, was that I think rooms should be assigned based on who's having sex most. What? <laughs> well, you could lie about that first of all. Well, it brought up the question of how do you even then rank who's everyone's arguing about sex. who's having well just like a, and sin for the people that aren't well because i guess there was a bunch of people who were single on this trip and uh. and and there were couples and some new couples but there were also newlyweds but this person hmm. felt that they deserved the nicest room and they, they thought they the should sex? be assigned well they self they thought they were having the most sex mm-hmm. but that's what they suggested was that the people having the most sex should have the most private and nicer rooms. Uh, but I want to know how you would then And go, is everyone having sex in this one house? Like, that's no, kind of... like, that's the funny thing, is they're yeah. just, like, on a weekend getaway... With their friends. With their friends celebrating mm. an occasion. And it was... And actually, someone, they were celebrating as a bachelor and bachelorette party combined. Okay, and the plot thickens. The plot thickens. So, not the two couple not the couple getting married they shouldn't get the nicest room it should be on the couples but then so how do you assign how do you then start assigning who gets what room i think i responded to you is there a log i watch a lot of the real housewives franchises and this is always 
a huge debate between every franchise. They go on vacations, sometimes multiple vacations and like beautiful vacations. Mm -hmm. And they're all divas. So they fight over every room. And I watched one recently that the host who got to pick the nicest room, obviously, Mm -hmm. said everyone had to go around and tell their craziest sex story. And then she would pick which couple and one of them made out this up this ridiculous story they all made up ridiculous stories but I think that was the point whoever comes up with the most crazy creative story (laughs) it's the best room and then another one I remember they the host said whoever jumps in the pool first and they all just either ripped off their clothes or just jumped in and then whoever jumped in first got the nicest I think in that scenario because knowing the style and level of places they stay I would just be like happy with any room well i'd just be like i'm not gonna jump it and now i'm the only person not soaking wet i know although that's a lie i would definitely jump in i just for the the excuse um well what's funnier about this scenario i like i do want to know how four couples divvy up rooms based on who has the most sex it Mm. like do you keep a log in advance do you sit down and talk about how frequently you have sex like per day or per week Well, I think it would just be like a funny greeting. But what is funnier about this is I've actually assigned rooms this way. (laughs) Really? But probably you thinking like, oh, I I was thinking you thought this couple probably has more sex or I know they do. I'll put them in a room that's nicer and tucked away or something. No, on a sailboat, when I was with VK and Amy sailing, we had two double rooms and oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and it came down. We each were going to get the single room for two nights, but then there was a but there was a, a seventh night. And who <laughs> was it going to go to? And in that case, the singlest person the, in the moment. It went, to, it, it went to the only person having sex on that boat. <laughs> and at that time, it was me. Thank God. Um, but that makes sense. <laughs> but actually, they sat me down as a joke, and we're like, "So, how are we going to choose the, the the room for tomorrow?" And they were like, "No, no, we think we should like draw straws." And I was like, "Absolutely not! Like, I'm having this room." That's so funny. But they were just trolling me. Yeah, yeah. It is hard though. I feel like just good old fashioned draw draw names or something. I don't know. Here, okay, here are the ones that came in from Instagram and I thought some of these were actually very funny. Last one to pee on a road trip gets the first pick. Okay. <laughs> Someone said I'm the youngest. I pretty much get the couch or the Disney princess single bed. <laughs> I've also heard that about the the single people getting like I think totally that happens, the shaft. That, that happens to Jeff and I sometimes cuz he has you older sisters. And they have lots of kids, so they always kind of get a setup. Yeah, not that we get a bad setup, but we're usually like the last ones. You get the... Whatever's left. The, the smaller of the setups. This one says most high-maintenance friend picks first. I mean, I think that's... Hmm. I think that's I think. Do that's you know another easy. thing is if it yeah. was a girl's trip, Yeah, I feel like, and this happens on The Real House, like you and I would say, we're going to share a room. Yes. And we'll take a bigger, nicer room because there's yes. two of us. I agree. You know? No, I agree. I think that's good. Everyone put, this came from Jules. Everyone put one shoe in a bag. Then whoever shoe you pick out is who you're rooming with. Oh, that's I don't a know funny if I like way. that. <laughs> Depends who's on the strip. I know. It could be like someone you don't know. And then Kale said, and I don't even understand what this means. Ever since Marty did gummy bears on Big Brother, you got to do it once. Oh, I don't know what that means. They I know. Like, we don't I know watch- they, they watch Big Brother, but... Hmm. Big Brother. I'm Googling Big Brother Marty gummy bears. 
I thought this was a great question. Like, oh, they go bananas when they go in that house trying to assign beds and rooms. Do they? Mm -hmm. Gummy gate of some gummy bears. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, we'll have to find that one out for everyone listening. But I thought that was funny. I think the most active sex having is a hilarious way to assign rooms. That would be hilarious on a group family vacation. What do you think about (laughs) when different people arrive at different times and they kind of like take a room? Yeah, I don't love that. I mean, like... I did that when we went to Tannigan-ish. But mind you... I don't all the remember. Room, I was just like, I'll take this room in the basement. You yeah. Know, I shared it. But all the rooms were nice, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, I think it's like... It depends if you're, like, going and to stay and, like, the location is the experience. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you've rented, like, this big, beautiful house... There like, needs to be discussion. Yeah, like when we went, when I went to Killarney with my family, I think we rented this like mansion. Literally, there were eighteen bedrooms in it. It oh my was God. hilarious. But I mean, there were like thirty A of whole us, family. like yeah. or there weren't thirty. There were sixteen of us. But you know, and so then we did go through and like pick based off of. But like again, Jen and I chose to share a room, mm-hmm. so we got a nicer room with like an ensuite and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, when it's like that in the location and it's like you're staying in the house and Andy Ganesh, like, screw that. We were going to Piper's Pub. Yeah. <laughs> we were eating pizza and dancing. I don't know. What do you think about that? It's hard. I don't know. And I don't really necessarily always want, I get drawn to a certain room mm-hmm. or, you know, area. That's kind of where I want to be. And sometimes I like a smaller, cozier, darker room at night. I don't know. You know? I know. It all depends. Yeah. I try to be not stressful about it because I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'd rather be happier than be like. As long as I'm not in some like attic that feels haunted and I want to cry or like a basement that feels (laughs) scary. As long as there's a bed most of the time. I hate, I'm not into sleeping on couches and stuff. Yeah, I'm not, I'm less into that unless it's good. I almost slept on my couch the other night actually for some weird reason. Um, I have to tell you yesterday. Oh my God. Did I already tell you that I did this? I don't think I did. I don't know. Yesterday morning, I got up. It's beautiful. It's sunny. I've got my, I make a cup of cacao. I'm going to go out in the in the yard and med- in the yard, in the courtyard and meditate, mm-hmm. pull my cards. You know, I was excited. Do the things. So as I'm walking out of my kitchen, I, I bang into the counter, which is not unusual, but I threw the cup of cacao yeah. oh. and I can, I like, I didn't even like just sort of like. It went. Spill it. And the whole thing flipped through the air. Uh, I cannot tell you this. The walls were covered. I was covered. The uh, whole entirety of my living room. Like, I just couldn't even believe how much liquid. A little cup. <laughs> and I actually stood there. It was amazing. And if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's basically like a cocoa. So dark. And like, but it's like chocolatey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like ch- hot chocolate, but like thicker and like. Oh my god! It was amazing, and That's I don't crazy. own a mop. I own oh. a Swiffer wet jet. Yeah, I was actually stood there for a few minutes. It was like Where I don't do even I know how to clean this liquid up. Oh, <laughs> I hate doing stuff like that. Well, and I was ready to start my day. It probably took me like twenty minutes to clean it up. It was, it was actually amazing to watch it unfold. I spilled a smoothie on my lap the other what? day, sitting in my blue chair in the morning. I forgot about this, but. I knew Nice, beautiful chair. chair. It was sitting on the armrest and somehow (laughs) I bumped it and it fell right on my lap. But the amazing thing is I had my black Aritzia sweatpants on that are really, they're like a fleece thick. Oh. And it just stopped like a pool. (laughs) Oh, 
it absorbed them. It just, no, it just like sat right on top. And I was yelling to Jeff to bring me a cloth. And then I just had the idea, I'm going to stand up. I'm just going to take my pants off and kind of put them inside out and put them in the washing machine. Didn't get a drop anywhere. Oh my God. That's so, <laughs> it was very How odd. How did you get the pants off without getting it anywhere? It just stuck. Like it was literally, it was a thick smoothie, but it was like mud on the pants. It okay. Was so so it wasn't like a pool. No. It was like, oh, that's But it amazing. was still the entire lap. And <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> there's offices across from my window and they, got they, a nice little view. they just saw it. Luckily, I, I think I did have underwear on, but anyway. They loved it. We that's like to so spill funny. things. It happens. We're human. I mean, when that happens, you honestly, I don't even think about it. I'm like, just deal with it and move on. Pretend it didn't happen. I know. I was more upset that Jeff brought me probably the nicest dishcloth. <laughs> like drying towel that we own and i thought i'm not wiping it up with that that's so funny just yeah he's like here's a pristine off. white yeah it was beautiful linen-y one no thank you all right i think that's very funny so funny okay i was watching something the other day sarah and yeah. they were talking about obviously it's 2022 and we're in our early and mid 30s <laughs> um, <laughs> and i love that they're they were going through today's like the young generations, they're dating lingo. And I had no oh. idea what a lot of these words I want to hear. I don't and know. And I want to see if you know what some of them mean. Do you know what woke fishing means? Woke fishing. If I were to guess, can I guess these? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I want you to guess. Is like throwing things out there to see if you get a response. Like basically throwing like um, woke commentary. <laughs> out to see if you get a rise if they align with your views or they don't oh that's pretty accurate so this is all according to refinery 29 but it says inspired by the term catfishing where one poses as someone online but looks different in real life that's catfishing yeah you're trying to portray certain beliefs or political beliefs and seeing if that person agrees or you think that that's what you should be saying because that's like cool you know right I mean? okay so you're you're portraying woke fishing is portraying the in political beliefs mm-hmm. so i would use trying to that. impress them like with that yeah okay i would do it the other way and put out political beliefs and see if people align or don't <laughs> but i think that's hilarious woke fishing never woke fishing. i know i love these what else you got whelming what whelming i know these are new like these are I literally do like whelming like not overwhelmed just but just well, whelming. w-h-e-l-m-i-n-g so you are whelmed you're whelming okay tell me what whelming means i could not even guess it's whelmed is when someone match when someone you've matched with on a dating app complains to you about being inundated with other matches that they've made on apps what or or talks about how often they've been approached at bars so basically like tooting their own horn about how desirable they are are you to inflate the me? demand it says to inflate and heighten demand on you know yeah yeah that that's an ick when you that say that is definitely an ick <laughs> where do these words come from whelming 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 i would have never guessed that also who does that but you're, what if you come across someone that like that? Then you'll, you'll I know. feel like I have come across people like that. I'm, yeah, that's hilarious. To you me. might get this one, cuffing. Oh, cuffing is like when you get into a relationship, isn't it? Yeah, no. kind of like cuffing season refers yeah, cuffing to season. the period in, of the year when people try and partner up, which they're saying in this case in the winter when people want to hibernate. Winter, fall, cuff yeah. up. Cuffing season. Very familiar with that. Whelming. I whelming. St- I know. 
Uh, man, these we're gonna have some great polls out on Instagram this week. Some of these are so funny. Love bombing. Okay, is that just like going way too crazy over the top? Love attention, gifts, whatever. Kind of, yeah. It's a sometimes sometimes when you meet and you hit it off, <gasps> um, and what comes next is a bit of a whirlwind in that honeymoon period. Um, where you're a showering or a whirlwind, whirlwind. <laughs> whirlwind. <laughs> a whirlwind. A whirlwind. A whirlwind. I um, love it. Where you're showered with gifts, compliments, oh. and affection. Be warned, though, love bombing um, can seem like a nice change, but it can go downhill pretty quickly since it's generally just like, you know, like an unhealthy behavior. So I think it's mm. coming on too strong, too much. And you and love maybe the attention that then in the turns moment. you off. Yeah. But yes, I think that's fair. And how do you feel about love bombing? Love bombing. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think um, too much. I've had this experience. I think we probably all have. Yeah. It's something that like can be fine in a moment, but then it's like it it feels smothering. Right. You know what I mean? And and unrealistic that that can probably keep up for a long time. I think it depends if you're like genuinely in love with someone or not actually. I think that's the important yeah. thing. If you like are like just so madly in love, it probably would never bother you. you don't like care. love bomb the shit out of me. Yeah, like <laughs> sign me up. But if you're like if it's if you're just like sort of into it, at first it's like fun and you feel special and then yeah. you're like enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting cringe. So I think if you're totally genuinely in love, then bring the love bombing on. Okay, and I got a couple more here. Orbiting. Oh, okay. Here's what I would think of orbiting. It's like, I'm going to paint a scenario for you. Okay. But then you have to like extrapolate it to the real world. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're in a bar and you see someone, you're just like, you know, you guys are around, but you don't talk. Then you see them around town. Do you know what I mean? When you're sort of like around someone, but you've never actually connected, talked, but you see them. Mm-hmm. And you feel interest. You're, you know, you, there's a mutual interest, you know, there's an awareness of each other. Um, no. Okay. What is it? It's, it's cyber engaging, engaging in cyber flirting, but not actually, um, taking that behavior outside of social media. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So it's like that, but just reduced to online yeah. stuff. It's like we flirt online, but if I see you in person, I don't know you. So annoying. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that. Or, or like they're too scared so, and they're just living online and they don't want to take that flirtation into real life. Real but could you imagine someone flirting with you and then like not even acknowledging you? I remember this happened to Erica when we were in really? high school. Not in a bad way. In a high school, I think that's like sweet. Like everyone's nervous. No one like knows how to ask anyone out. Yeah. But her crush, they ended up dating for years. Um, they would talk all the time online, but he would never talk to her. Oh, he at was school. shy. He was shy. It was sweet though. That's kind of cute. Okay, what about this? I've heard this, I feel like recently, breadcrumbing. Okay, what the fuck? I mean, I can guess what this is, where it's just like you give them just enough attention to keep them on the line, but like no, not actually dating. What is it? It says the intent here is to make um, sure that you've never forgotten about them. So it's kind of like they, they, they talk to you enough or get the feelers yeah. in there enough, but nothing's actually like progressing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I agree. I've recently had that experience. Really? (laughs) With one of our dear friends. Oh. oh. (laughs) But we'll, you know, let them remain. Pocketing. Pocketing. I think breadcrumbing is a good term, though. I do want to. I think we should like like champion that because I think as women and as men, we need to fucking cut that shit off. Mm hmm. It's kind of a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. And it's also like a big fuck you. And think about. 
I'm just picturing like the bread coming. Yeah, I'm going to leave a bit here. I'm going to do this here. Yeah, kind of seems a little sneaky. Those well, are, it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's sneaky, but it's just like, it's shitty ways to treat other people. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell me about pocketing. Pocketing. If you started seeing someone and things are going well, but then they are yet to introduce you to their family or friends for a, a while, <gasps> you have found yourself being pocketed. Oh, that's a good <laughs> term. Listen to the youths coming up with these terms. That's a very accurate. I like some of these. I'm into the pocketing. I'm into the breadcrumbing. The whelming thing is the most, the funniest thing I've ever heard. I know heard. that is funny. But pocketing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's an experience. And the end of it, I, I should ask some of my younger like nieces and nephews because they were talking about this, a few of these terms on the social. And one of the gals said her niece, she yeah. asked her some of these things. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's that's these are common things that they use. Do you know what I think about? It's like how performers who are like getting up on stage, like, you know, talking to different audiences and stuff, stay current with these terms. Because pocketing, I, have no idea. I feel like for us, we would put that into like a situation ship. Do you know what I mean? We would just make something. I don't know. I would think of it more as that, as like, you know what I mean? You're acting like you're in a relationship, except for when it comes to like actually connecting with friends and family. That feels more like that would be the term that I would have assigned to that Mm -hmm. based on our experiences, our like era, whatever. But I like the word pocketing. I'm like into these terms. All right. So if that ever happens to you, you can say, don't you're pocketing me. Yeah. I want out. I'm angry this morning <laughs> about these terms. I'm just like this one might rev you up too. Oh god, benching. Okay, what's benching? That's like you're dating for a bit and then you get sidelined because there are other dating happening. It's kind of like okay, so this says when someone doesn't want to date someone but enjoys so maybe not wanting to date this specific person but enjoys having them around when other suitors don't work out, they mm. may engage in benching where it's unlike ghosting, but they are, I don't know. It's like they, that's kind of like breadcrumbing, isn't it? Well, benching, but like maybe it's like you don't want it. What was the last thing? No, I got distracted there. Um, they may engage in benching where unlike ghosting, they drip feed just enough to get the attention and oh. communication. Okay. It is like breadcrumbing. Kind of. But it's like also maybe where it's like two people who aren't going to date or really be together, but they do like... They just spend time together and it's like your backup plan. Yeah. They actually say like in sports, players sometimes get benched in dating. So it's like you come in the game and then you go out of the game and you're in the game. And then when we got to replace someone, you're back up. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't like I hear that. you. I hear you. I wonder if that's... Ha- okay. I'm trying to think, do I have these experiences relevant? Benching. I'm trying to think of like some benching experiences. I don't know. Groundhogging. <laughs> Please tell me what that means. I know, and I forget what this is. I read them all the other day. It's when someone tends to go for the same person over and over again while expecting a different result. Mm. They are drawn to people who fit this ideal type and date them, but then end up feeling underwhelmed um, because they're experiencing kind of the same things and the same issues over and over again. I think that's a very real dating thing. But Have you ever heard of groundhogging? I've never heard of the term groundhogging. I think that's great. I also think that's great because it puts it on the person. Like I'm groundhogging by dating the same people. And then it's like, you have to, like, I have to fix that. I think that's very real. Yes. There you go. There's just a few. What's the last one? I saw Oh, did you want me to? I'm liking these. Okay. I don't know if there's, and I did find another list too. Kitten fishing. What is kitten fishing? (laughs) 
It's like catfishing, but it's like a baby version of it. (laughs) (laughs) So it said, instead of constructing a whole new online persona, you emphasize some of your traits and minimize others in order to create an appealing um, but not accurate portrayal of yourself. Oh, is that just a sales job? I think that's like a thing. That's definitely a thing. Especially with like filters and things. People want to be portrayed in a certain way or set up their profiles online a certain way. Yes. Or like, uh, oh my God, totally. It says you might use out of date photos saying you live in Brooklyn when you actually live in New Jersey or pretending to love hiking when you in fact don't. What? That's so Kitten funny. Fishing. Okay, wait. Is there a term there called gambiting? Because oh, I yeah, saw that it, and I want to and I want to see what that is. I think I closed it. Oh yeah, dating lingo. This one was from 2019, and then this one was from. Um, because I want to know what gambiting is. Is that even how you say that word? Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Kitten fishing. Man, but I have to it tell you. It didn't sound as interesting, so I'm, that's why I didn't read that one. Okay. Okay, so there's a term called gambiting. Um, it's when you may micromanage parts of the date, making conversation, but not too personal. Choosing a bar that's lively, but not... Um, I, this sounds like a Seinfeld episode, isn't it? Or like when they go to the, the safe, it takes her to a certain restaurant that he knows that no one's going to see them. Oh, what does the rest of it say? So sec- not deafening. Yeah, so securing post-date plans before the night is over in order to construct... The perfect evening. That's so funny. I still don't really it's understand that It's like a chess game. It says interactions oh, are calculated. Right. Okay. So so saying you might know what a date should entail. Okay, I should kiss them. I should set up another date. But like you're in fact not are you, interested. Or you plan for your friends to arrive by half in chance at the location that you're at. I mean, I've done that. But mm-hmm. not to not to further the date. More so to end the date, which may not have been my strongest moment. And I apologize. In, but in short, this seems like the person is like micromanaging the date. Yeah. To, but maybe to not in a good way. Like a real experience rather than just like going with the flow. Yeah. So Man. that they can like, they actually quote here that you're like winning at the, the date. That's so funny. I know. That would Watch out so, for those gambiters. That would be so like, and I bet they would freak out if you like change the plans. Like, imagine showing up and be like, "Oh, actually, I think we should go to this restaurant." They probably have a meltdown. That's a good point. If you think you're dating one, try that. Try that. I mean, I'm notorious for that, or being like, "Oh, I'm not ready. Can we meet in an hour instead?" You do not. You don't do that. Never. I would never do that. Uh, actually, some of my most successful relationships started on that foot. Probably because that's just like very. So Sarah's real like life. the opposite. If there's an no opposite of fishing, yeah, 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 then that's what it is. Although I will say, and this is very true, is like, and I've I've come to have a bit more of an understanding with this. I really hate. I don't hate, but I don't love it if it happens all the time when guys show up for a date and there's no plan. And they're mm. like, oh, we'll just like wing it, and I'm okay with that like once or twice. But when that's actually the entire pattern or they're like, oh, what do you want to do? I've, I fucking hate that because. And especially if they ask you out. Yes, because it just creates work for me. I'm like, now I have to like think of where I want to go and like, and we don't have a plan. There's no reservation. Like all of those things. Mm. I don't mind it most of the time, especially like once you're into a more serious dating scenario, but it's like the first couple of dates, Fine if, like, the first one you're just getting to know the person. You're like, let's just go grab a drink somewhere. But, like, have a couple of 
ideas. Even if you don't have a mm-hmm. reservation, be like, I thought we could go here. What do you think? Would you also on that note, if ahead of time someone was planning and they had two or three activities or restaurants in mind, would you rather them write you ahead of time and say, hey, here, here, or do you want them to just kind of do whatever? I would be up for either. Okay. If they're like, but then you have time to think about I it. I would ahead prefer of time. if they wrote me like, hey, I was thinking of going to this place or this place. Like, or these two places, what do you think? I would prefer that. Mm -hmm. And like, I think guys often are like, will just be like, oh, I didn't want to, whatever you want. I hate whatever you want. Because it's like you've put zero effort in and you're now putting all the responsibility on me. And you're trying to make it seem easy peasy, but it's not. But it's actually just like shitty. And and like, I I learn more about this. So I love when they present options because I'm like, they've at least put some thought in. Mm -hmm. And they could say like, hey, I think we're going to go to the beach. Are you down for that? And then I thought we'd grab dinner wherever after if you're down for On that. On the way home. Yeah. Are you down? And I could be yes or no. Or they could be like, or we could go do this. And then you choose the option you mm-hmm. like more. I like when they put some thought. And I've so I recently have listened to the book. Uh, oh, damn. It's actually really good. I found it so interesting. It was recommended to me. <laughs> I think it's funnier. The Way of the Superior Man. And it's all about mass, like divine masculinity because I find there's so much around femininity and that's what I listen to. So it was really nice to hear the perspective of like masculinity. And it talks a lot about how guys will just be like, we can do whatever you want. And that's like mm. them trying to make a nice gesture, but how it actually just shows their lack of direction and for a woman creates- need to make the decision. <laughs> yeah, creates more burden for her basically. Mm. Um, and this has to do with energies. It doesn't have to do with gender, but that is sort of the essence mm-hmm. of it. And that's how I feel on a date. Like you showing up with zero plan or idea. Yeah. I think that's definitely a thing. Jeff is so easygoing and sometimes he'll just be like, ah, I don't care, whatever. I'm like, but I don't want to choose in this moment. Can well, you please choose? Even you know? like I think about your birthday and he's like, we can do whatever you want. And yeah. it's like, no, just pick something. Yeah. It's like, present me with some ideas. Yeah. Take the lead, men. We love that. And it's not about like, I, I think their intention sometimes, sometimes and we would do like that laziness. if the roles were reversed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so we're that, learning lots today. We're learning lots, but I think, yeah, coming with ideas. That's when men don't do that. That's the thing that drives me. And chances are, if it's a first, second, third date and someone comes up with an idea and you're excited about an experience or a date with this person, you're going to like it. If they want to go to the, the chicken burger in Bedford, which we love and I sit there. I love the chicken like, burger. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be anything fancy schmancy. Great onion ring. Yes. Why am I saying that? I said fancy easy schmancy. I easy, easy, easy peasy. I love I it. talk like that. Anyways, just, you know, pencil something in. Pencil something in. Okay. One thing I do want to share with our listeners, seeing as we're on the topic of like things that annoy us with dating, is we did ask this last week, guys, what their icks are with dating. And we got some some Ooh. funny ones back. And I want to share them. Can I give one shout out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Um, so my brother's visiting and his lovely girlfriend, Jill, she told me she listened to our episode about the icks. Stop. And I forgot that I had mentioned that I think Greg... Was really loud. How <laughs> he and he was not. He, I think he was offended. But you know what? I'm happy that they're listening. I thought Greg was done with rival and queen, but He's, apparently not. I, I think that is amazing. Um, Greg, we love having you listen, and Jill, we can't. Welcome. I haven't met you yet, so but I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> I'm like looking forward to that very much. Okay, so here 
Uh, I'm looking. There was one other that came through that I want to find. Here are some of the icks that came from guys, and I'm going to tell you them, and I cannot wait for you to weigh in. Okay, one of them is having a gross, unclean cat litter box. Um, bonus ick if it's in the front hallway. Ew, <laughs> ew, ew, I mean, agree. Like your friend should tell you not, but that would be bad. Like imagine a guy coming back to your place and you've got a dirty litter box and you're like, gross. Not in, that's an ick. I think that's gross. Um, I love when, I love hearing guys bringing these up. One says slang. They're getting sick of slang. <laughs> yeah, like certain slang they're not into. So that's, they might not be into pocketing they and might orbiting. Not be, yeah, they might not like the <laughs> overwhelming. Well, they may not like those terms. And maybe it's just because they can't get, keep up. I will attribute this one. This one uh, is an ick is Arsenal Football Club. And that actually came from Greg Ashley's. Okay. <laughs> so if a girl likes Arsenal, we must know that Jill's not an Arsenal uh, fan. Yeah. She must have passed the test. She mu- she did pass the test for sure. Uh, someone else said when their whole personality revolves around smoking weed. Um, and the another one says sarcasm is my first language and I'm a sassy bitch quotes like that on uh, (laughs) I think that's so funny and there's one other one I really want to find but I just like I don't know where it is in our I can't search the person and I don't want to I don't want to out them by asking you right now who it is but we'll post these on our Instagram they're really funny and I think ladies if if just the guys aren't real big on... They didn't have a long list of icks. Mark, do you have any icks for... Or they're scarable out them. Yeah. We won't out um, them, though. Mark, any? Except for Mark. Mark's going to... The chewing is a big one for me. I remember growing up and also not being a morning person. <laughs> sitting next to my dad at the breakfast table and just hearing him eat breakfast. I was like... Like, in, it's ingrained in your brain forever. But also, hilarious coming from a Tottenham Oh, oh, oh shade on something. Shade on Greg it's for giving shady. Arsenal a hard time. I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I yeah. But he thinks I know. I feel like that is a thing though, because one of my cousins is like a diehard Liverpool fan, and I feel like if he, I mean, he has a girlfriend, he's very happy. But if he was like in love with a girl and then found out she loved Arsenal or someone else, I don't know. He probably, I don't know that he'd be able to handle it. Or it create like great sparky passion. Another Mm. one that came was being hyper woke. Um, Communist with zero financial or economic understanding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think this is really of the time. seems like it's about one person in person. No, I I get that. Like, I think that goes back to the woke fishing. It's just Mm -hmm. like pretending that you're like, it, that could be a lot. Yeah. Well, and maybe it's you can do those things or have those voices, but do, it doesn't need to be like your whole personality. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you can like help people kind of a little more quietly. I, I think having zero financial awareness, that's cool to see from a guy. I like mm-hmm. guys. Thank you for weighing in. Yeah. Keep them coming. And keeping us, keeping us fresh. Keeping us young. <laughs> that was all I brought for today. This is a fun little Thursday and summit this day. We a hope nice everyone's beaching or tanning. I'm I'm playing golf this Thursday with our dear producer Mark. Oh, that's right. This is like I'm having a great week. I went to the beach on Monday. Birthday. I'm going sailing on my birthday. I'm going golf. golfing. Then did you book that? Golfing. Yeah. yeah. It's booked. We can cancel it's a few this days. afternoon. <laughs> I, I want to make sure it was booked. 
No, no, golfing is booked. Locked and loaded. Going golfing, then I'm going to the soc- the Wanderers soccer game. Like, I got a fun Activities. little week. Hello, Summer. I love it. All right, thanks everyone for listening. We love you. We love you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review. You can find us on social media at Rival and Queen.